references in the Dorito episode. Everything could be the Dorito episode. Welcome to Then You Ruined It, a podcast where two dorks try not to make a simple conversation weird and fail every time. So, this is a story specifically for Jason because Jason is a wrestling fan. This is true. I am. Some might say too much of one. (laughs) So, uh, I am a big fan of minor league sports. Growing up in a small town, you don't get the big stuff. This is the first time I've lived where there's, you know, a baseball team and a hockey team and all this other stuff. So I grew up going to minor league stuff. And when I was in Utah, one of my all-time favorite things to do was go to the local wrestling shows. They were just a ton of fun. It, it's all the fun of a minor league baseball game, but with people hitting each other with guitars. It's great. And it was in this little dingy industrial complex, just like in, in a like a big shed. Like it, it felt like an underground blood sport. It was great. And we were just screaming, wishing for people to, to kill each other. It's awesome. And as, as time went on, I started taking my son. He really enjoyed it. It was just it was just fun. So one of the last ones that I went to, it was just their normal monthly show, but they were ending it up with a big blow off or a big feud that had been going on for a while. And they were going to have a, a major street fight between members of two big stables. It was a tag team street fight. It was it was actually probably the, the most bloody weapons plunder match that I'd seen. And at the end, the the bad guys hit a big move and knocked out the good guys and, and ended up winning the match. And there was this big, big brouhaha where all the bad guys start coming out and started just pounding on the good guys and they started throwing chairs at them. And they were covered. The, the end thing was them just covered in chairs, like lying on the floor, just throwing more chairs on this pile of chairs. And uh, they started grabbing chairs out from under people right behind us. We were like on row two, and they ran up and started taking the chairs from people in row one and throwing them onto this chair pile. Meanwhile, I see coming out of the locker room, which was just like one corner where they've taped it off and covered it with a sheet. The two guys of the big biker gang themed tag team come storming out and they look like legit pissed. And I thought it was going to be a run in because they're running right towards us where the guys are, but they are looking right at me and he's like brushing by the cameraman and, and the cameraman's like, what are you doing? He's like that mother just threw a chair at our guy and he's pointing right at me. And the, the camera guy is like, no, no, he didn't. That was, and pointed to the, the wrestler in front of me. And he's like, you sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy hasn't done anything. He's here with his kid. Please don't murder him in front of everyone. And I'm just like, that cameraman just saved my life. I would have been killed for getting involved in a wrestling match and throwing chairs on somebody, which is a huge no-no. Don't throw chairs at people. (laughs) Just because fictional characters are throwing chairs at other fictional characters does not give you the right to throw chairs. That would... I would have... I would have peed my pants. Like... (laughs) Because the way you describe them, they look, they sound pretty intimidating. And I mean, if they're if they're doing wrestling, even on a local scale, they're they've they've got some scariness, some strength, like in real life, built about them, probably. 
and yeah, to see them storm over and like, oh man, this is going to be good. They're going to get into it. And it's like, oh no, they're coming at me. Like I get to be part of the show (laughs) using cursing and with your son there and like yelling about the chair. Yeah. That would be like, oh, I go into full on defense. No, 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 no. But shout out to the cameraman who obviously pays attention enough to the show and probably plays another role in the show. They may be part of the production elsewhere. Who knows? that you know knew like no 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 that that this is what happened you're wrong like uh, that it does that guy that biker gang whatever do, do they make that mistake every show <laughs> like is that <laughs> was that part of the show and you just didn't know it and it's to, to make it feel more real or something or did, did he legit like think he saw out of the corner of his eye you throw a chair and it's like i'm gonna kill that man i hadn't thought that maybe i did get worked yeah maybe that whole thing was a work yep. ah you're right. Ah, dang. I thought I had a cool story about how a cameraman saved my life. But no, I just got work. That's cool, too. Way to ruin my Saturday. No, that's wrestling. That's what, that's what, wrestling. how many times in wrestling have you cared about something and then found out later on, oh, no, that was, that was just work, dude. Never more than when I thought I was going to be punched. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I have questions about a local wrestling show because I've never been. And I, I really, I, I, I still, imagine they still have them, but they had like, down southwest of here, they have a area that's, you know, more rural. But it's there's some gym there, some high school gym, where they would always have these shows that would have, like, nobody. But then, like, Mick Foley's coming. Or, like, Kevin Nash. Like, they have one star that's like, oh, man, you got to come to this show because Ric Flair's going to be there for whatever reason. So make sure to check it out. And I never went, and I really wish I had. And I, I haven't heard of any, probably because of COVID, uh, in a long time. So I, 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 the next one that happens, I need to go. Because I've never been to any, as much as I've been a wrestling fan for a lot of my life, I never went to an actual like indie or wrestling or a local show. So I won't have that experience. Like it's a sports thing, but it's not. So is there like concessions? I imagine there is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. To the one that I went to, they they made a lot of money off of uh, concessions and selling merch in the back. Like it was 10 bucks to get in. Which is pretty cheap. And then it was like, buy popcorn for five bucks and stuff like that. Because you're hungry and you're here for like... Because it was like a free four-hour show every night. Oh, wow. So, not every night. Every time they went. But yeah. It was definitely worth the money. It was amazing. It was like the best entertainment value you could find in Salt Lake as far as I was concerned. So yes, Jason, don't worry. There will be snacks for you. <laughs> not to sneak my own stuff in. Everybody hand down these... Con- yeah, here's the salsa. No, here's the cheese. Pass down the lettuce. <laughs> Why did we bring tacos? I don't know. Yeah, we shouldn't have brought tacos. This is stupid. Should have just brought like a bag of Doritos. This is dumb. <laughs> they make taco flavored Doritos now. You can just eat those. They did for a while. I don't know if they do anymore. They definitely don't have them in this region. Again, thanks to COVID, I think all we have now is nacho and Cool Ranch, which you know those are don't the staples. Get distracted. Pull up. Pull up. This isn't the Dorito episode. What were you going to say about going to a wrestling show? Everything could be the Dorito episode. It's always like one little tiny nudge from being the Dorito episode. Don't you ever put that on me. Um, How many people were there? Like how many people did it seat? Like was it legit like a a small room? There were about three rows on each side of the the ring. So probably maybe 100, 120 people. Right. So pretty, pretty small, pretty intimate. How was the, you said it was kind of like a shed situation. Was it a high ceiling? Cause I've seen a lot of these that like they, if they had like a ladder match, they literally are touching the ceiling with their head. If they go up, this place was very high. Okay. Like it, it was one of those industrial places. Like, you know, a lot of places there'll be like mechanic shops and stuff like that. So they have quite a bit of clearance. 
I don't know why I, I've been conditioned my entire life to believe a place is more expensive and has more worth the higher the ceiling. Well, I mean, it does take more. It takes more space. I materials get materials to build it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'd like, I'd like you, you are of more worth, and you obviously spent more pl- money on this place if you have like a vaulted ceiling versus if your ceiling's lower and you know it, it, everything else is decadent and yeah, that's it's just a weird thing. So. If I was at an event like that, if it was like a low ceiling, I'd be like, man, this place is run down, crummy. Can't believe they stopped here. <laughs> if, if, if you get to take up two minutes to talk about Dorito flavors, I get to do two minutes for this aside. Uh, where I used to work, the company was owned by the son of the guy who d- developed all the buildings in the area. He was like just a business developer. And he had a, a long-standing feud with the city where they always were trying to stop his development and he was always trying to build stuff. So he actually ended up just building literally 20 feet away from the city border so he could be in another city that was more willing to let him build. So he's like, okay, we're going to build this um, this nine-story business complex and it's going to be great. It's going to bring a lot of money. And the city that it was in was like, okay, that's awesome. And the city next is like, no, that blocks our view. You can't build a nine-story building here. And they started like all kinds of legal blah, blah, blah to kind of halt construction and, and stymie it. So what he did was he agreed to build it seven stories, which was as high as they would let him go. But he built floor one and floor seven, two stories high each, so that it was still nine stories high just to flip off the entire city. It was the most petty, belligerent architectural decision you could possibly imagine. Also sounds kind of structurally unsound. Like, I went around building code just to give these guys a middle finger. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was fine. That was going to be my second question. is why, What did this guy do to tick off an entire city? Like, was he constantly going around codes? Or did he screw him out a bunch of money at one point? And they can't pin it on him, but they're never going to... Yeah. Like, why would they not let him build? I don't know. That's weird. Too, too tall. <laughs> All right. We're going to let this building go forward. We we approve the zoning. Uh, and who is the builder on this one? Uh, it's, it's it's Frank, sir. Uh, you said Frank is rejected. Never mind. This meeting is adjourned. But what? He knows it's going to be twelve stories. <laughs> but it's a McDonald's. Frank doesn't wash his hands after he uses the bathroom, and we're not letting him build. That's just yeah. It's, that's a bizarre feud to have. Like there had to have been something that led to it. That, that's one of those that like. We could make a separate podcast out of that. We're not going to because there's not enough to, of those stories that we have. But like those local stories, it's like, why is that? Why is that feud ever a thing? And trace it back to like, you know, he was watching his dog once and the dog got out and ran away. It's like, well, then I'll never let you build in this town again. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid stuff like that. So uh, back to the wrestling show. You said it was a, a it was bloody. Like, would what, what was there like blood in like every show you went to? Not every match, obviously. Uh, Hopefully, no. There were a couple shows, like so. I mean, the Rumble. They always had a Rumble, and that every year, and that never had blood. Um, the trying to think how often there would be blood. Probably about half the shows would have blood, but this was like a lot. This was Crimson Mass level blood. Like, there's uh, a little bit going down above the eye for effect is one thing, and that's that was fairly common. But this was by far the most blood. I don't know how I'd react to, especially a local show, like being that close to the action and somebody bleeding like that. I don't, I don't, I don't know that I would handle that well. 
it's bad enough seeing someone on TV. I'm just like, you're that person's really bleeding a lot. We need to stop that. And if I saw it in person, it's like, oh no, that's part of the fun. It's part of the magic. It's like, eh, are they gonna die though? <laughs> that, okay, yeah, this is true. Okay, I have never put these two together, but you are a huge blood weenie, but also a big wrestling fan. How do you? How do these things coexist in one broken person? The blood is. Uh, for a while there, they did it so often. If you watch an AEW show, and every show somebody's gonna bleed, and if it's on TV, I guess I, I know it's not fake, but it it looks fake enough. It's also different than just just blood. Like blood's coming out. If they show the cut, that like where the blood is coming from, that might be a different thing. I do remember like when uh, Seth Rollins accidentally broke John Cena's nose with that knee. When his nose got broken, the way his nose looked, that made me queasy. Like that made me like kind of sick to my stomach and other injuries I see that aren't, aren't just blood. Like they're way worse or the blood won't stop or something like that. That, that can get me, but yeah, just a guy bleeding in a match. John Moxley goes out and, you know, I got to believe this match cause I'm having a match. Cause <laughs> I'm like, John Moxley. Yeah. That's just what I do. Cause I got this blood. My theory is the man has a condition that he produces too much blood and he has to get rid of it somehow. But that's that's just me. I don't think anybody ever has that condition ever. I don't think that's a medical thing, which again, hashtag not a doctor. But I don't think that's the reason. I think he just he just likes to bleed. He's one of those guys that that is part of the story is, you know, it's like Cody Rhodes or Dustin Rhodes. You know, whenever they would have a match, just one of them's going to bleed. That's kind of the old school mentality. So I don't know. But yeah, I, I at a local show, I don't know how I would handle that just because I, I had to be there and be like, okay, this is there a medic on hand? Are they going to be dealt with? Or are they going to stop the match and get the gloves on and tend to them? It's like, probably not. It's a local show. It's probably just, they're just going to bleed for a while. Everybody be okay with that. <laughs> I mean, so I, I, I don't know what it would be like at every wrestling show. I mean, wrestling promotions are like, I don't know, McDonald's. Some of them are good and some of them are sketchy as I'll get out. But, I mean, this one, they definitely took themselves seriously. They had a lot of ambition to become bigger. Like, they actually got a deal with Amazon Prime to, like, stream their stuff for a while. It, it failed miserably, because who cares about wrestling in Utah? Me. That's it. I was probably the only person who watched this stuff on Amazon Prime. But they, they took it very seriously, and they, they there was always uh, an ambulance parked out back. So, you know, they were always prepared for problems. No one ever got seriously injured at a show that I went to. That's good. I I figure that's probably the case. You know, they usually, they don't go too hard. Or if they do, they're prepared for it. And they're like, okay, we know what to expect from this match. We know what we're going to need afterwards or during. So, yeah. No, that 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 gets me excited all over again. I'm going to have to keep an eye out for message. Which probably means I have to go back on Facebook, which I hate. But that's like where the announcements are made. You could just Google wrestling Richmond and probably find it that way. True. True. I'll have to look that up so I can have my own wrestling story where I also almost die, but not really. You got worked into a shoot. I'm rejecting your it's a work. I sound so much cooler when I stuck my son behind me so that I could get murdered in front of him rather than him get... I didn't want them to think my son threw a chair at this guy, so right. I was going to have to... He's gonna have to take it for him. That's that's part of the work. They found you. They 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 found a mark. You were the one with the kid, and it's like, all right, I'm gonna go for that guy. Watch this. And yeah, when when the guy went back over there, he went behind the curtain. He was still peeking out, watching. You're just like, yeah, he's he got it. 
Lifelong fan. I did it. <laughs> take my payday and go home. I really hope any of those guys got paid. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how much they could have. but got, got them some food on the way home. How about that? And their yeah. rental car there. Or they're probably local, so I don't know. Yeah, they were all locals. So, so But yeah, it's fun. Check it out. Uh, anyone in Utah area, I think they still do the shows. That'll do it for this episode. Boy, I sure did ruin that. If you still need more, head on over to Twitter. I am at Idahobo, and Jason is at the Jason Sigler. We also do a webcomics review podcast called Digital Strips. 